Hi, Blue Wire listeners. I'm Greg Olson. I'm excited to partner with Blue Wire to bring you TE1, a podcast where I interview the tight ends who have revolutionized the position. Listen in as I have raw, in-depth conversations with the all-time greats like Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. We'll explore how the tight end position has changed over the last 60 years and what it takes to be the very best. Subscribe to TE1 from Blue Wire Studios today so you're ready for the August premiere. Welcome in to the Orange and Brown Report Monday edition. It's August 3rd. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get started, going to remind you and thank our presenting sponsor, betonline.ag, who still has the fantastic promo going using the welcome bonus, Blue Wire. Make sure you're getting over to betonline.ag and taking advantage of the betting opportunities as the NFL is right around the corner. The NBA and MLB are back. Get in there, make some money, use that welcome bonus by using the promo code BLUEWIRE. So today's going to be a quick Monday edition where we just talk about things that happened with the Browns last week. Big news, noteworthy items such as, and we'll start with, Drew Forbes and, uh, um, you know, undrafted free agent to offensive tackle Drake Dorbeck were the first Browns players to opt out for the upcoming season. Again, the opt-out gives the players a chance to be advanced money. That money has to be eventually taken from other contracts, but it's an advancement on money that they can use to get through the season and uh, avoid being put in situations where uh, where things could be uh, you know, dicey for them health-wise. So you know, I don't blame any player for doing this. And Drew Forbes is the first notable name to make it happen. I mean, Drake Dorbeck is is not at all a notable name. And even Drew Forbes hasn't played really any time for the Browns, having, you know, missed time last year with an injury. But uh, you know, he was a part of a part of the consideration for the right guard position. And I know that um, you know, he he has high believers in the in the franchise currently and and Forbes will eventually get his shot, but uh, for now he decides to opt out. Dorbeck, an undrafted free agent, was a long shot to make the roster. Um so he uh, he takes a different course, and then Farrell Brown was put on the physically unable to perform list as well, sort of uh, taking the tight end room down a notch in terms of sheer volume of players in that room. Um, but not 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 anything crazy news there, you know, for the Browns. I mean, some teams have lost. Patriots are up to eight players that have decided to opt out. Been other big names, you know, Michael Pierce, um, you know, defensive lineman for for the Vikings and. Some other notable names, C.J. Mosley has opted out for the season. So some teams are losing bigger-name players. The Browns have not lost anybody uh, to the opt-out that is of significance. But we'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute with what's coming up this week. Uh, punter Jimmy Gillen was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. So either he himself tested positive or uh, – um, he knew somebody close that t- tested positive, something along those lines. So he joins Dontrell Hilliard and um, Javante Moffitt, who were, were the two guys who were placed on that that roster uh, designation earlier in the in the uh, arrival for for training camp. So um, this doesn't mean that, that Jamie Gillen will miss any time at all. It means he just has to quarantine and has to pass the testing protocols, and he will eventually be back with the team as long as everything checks out there and he stays healthy, showing no symptoms, which is what we've been told is how he's doing. And then the other two pieces of noteworthy news that Jarvis Landry placed on the active 
um, you know, physically un- unable to perform list, which is what we expected as Jarvis makes his way back from um, his surgery that alleviated some joint discomfort in the offseason. So nothing to even remotely panic about, just a designation to start the year to allow him to get some extra time in the training room, different things he can do uh, to stay off the field and be allowed to, to, to work certain hours and um, you know seek the extra attention that he will need to, uh, to keep coming back from surgery. So nothing crazy there. The biggest news of the week, David Njoku announces that he is taking back um, any any uh, desire to be traded, right? Which was great to see that he is, he met with Andrew Barry and this is a big deal. Like it says a lot about Andrew Barry and the leadership group here that they were able to rectify this situation because we've seen obviously with just Duke Johnson last year that when players make a mandate that they want to be traded, typically these guys get traded. It's, it's rare that you see a healing process go on. This speaks probably pretty well where the Browns roster is, where the leadership is with this group. And it especially speaks highly of Andrew Barry. So to me, it's a big deal that they were able to rectify that whole situation, and uh, and David is bought back in and ready to go. I mean, I don't blame David. I, I know that obviously you want to get out and make your own name and get as many opportunities as you can. This Browns offense will be good for him. He'll play a lot, but the targets won't be high volume. He won't be in the in the mid to high eighties and targets like he was his second year when he had his best year of his career. That number will dip because. Um, you know, they play multiple tight ends, and multiple tight ends have to split tight end targets, which aren't a ton of targets to begin with. And Austin Hooper is the guy they paid a lot of money to. So uh, David just has to block well. He has to block well. He has to, to, to take advantage and maximize his opportunities in the passing game. And there will be opportunities for him to either stay in Cleveland or move on down the line. But I'm happy that they were able to keep him convinced about staying um you know, for this year and be bought in and we'll see what next off season brings, but it's, it's just really good to see a young GM be able to mend that relationship, especially with a tough agent like Drew Rosenhaus. So, um, really good to see things that you missed this week that you would, you would be remiss about missing to say it weirdly. There's a, there's a film study up by John Stephenson, which he continues to break down the cover three style that, uh, Joe Woods will likely bring with him from his time in Seattle and his connection to Seattle's style of cover three. That film study is up. Really good stuff that you can learn about. Um, information about the four players that the Browns ended up waiving to trim the roster down to 80. Uh, wide receiver, undrafted free agent out of Colorado, Tony Brown, Jermaine Grace, uh, defensive end, Georgia Benna, um, and then defensive tackle Justin Zimmer. Zimmer were all cut. You can read about those guys. Fred Greetham wrote it up. Tons of information about who they were, how they did performance-wise, but they are no longer with the Browns franchises. They had to quickly cut it down to 80 to meet the requirements for, um, you know, for for where teams are coming into the to the preseason and camp situation here. Uh, we had a little write-up I did on Baker Mayfield, how his footwork tweaks that we finally got a little bit of a video of from the Browns. That is up uh, with insights on how Alex Van Pelt tweaked and, and got his understanding of why he likes the left foot forward in the shotgun and more of a square base under center. Um, from his time with Aaron Rodgers, dating back to his time with Ryan Fitzpatrick of Buffalo, uh, J- Josh Freeman in Tampa Bay, and then Andy Dalton and the Bengals quarterbacks his last few years. Really good stuff and just gave you some visuals on how this is going to look for Baker, why he's doing it, and giving you some some opinions, some quotes from uh, Van Pelt about his belief system and uh, and Baker's buying into that, which is good to see. Uh, also up, Jared, Jared Mueller posted about uh, some comparisons between Odell Beckham and Andre Risen. So if you have the time, go read that. And then tomorrow I will also have up a piece on two interior offensive linemen that the Browns should consider bringing in, picking one of those guys and trying to go after them and bring them in. Because with Forbes being out, 
it does put a little bit of a strain on the Browns' interior offensive line depth because many thought, even if Forbes didn't win that right guard spot, he was the, the first rotational player inside. They do have Nick Harris, the center who they drafted, but I do, I do not see Nick Harris as a guard in the NFL. Don't think that can work out for him, especially not right away, not right before the Browns. I think he needs a couple years in an NFL strength training program and some different things to get ready to play guard at the NFL level if that's the, the course that they choose. They do have Kendall Lamb, Chris Hubbard, but both of those guys are swing tackles, so they might need to look at bringing in a short-term depth offensive lineman player who can be here for a year, and there's a couple good options on the market right now, so you can read about those guys. And then um, we will also have up a little bit of information on the unique relationship between J.C. Treader as the NFLPA president and uh, how that will work with the Browns in 2020 and beyond. So that's that's what we have coming up tomorrow. We will get something up, uh, hopefully a couple of videos on the Browns' rookies uh, film room heading into the season so you can get a feel. We don't have preseason games on these rookies, so I want to give you a real good feel for for what they have done in the last year and kind of looking forward. So we, we did uh, Greedy Williams. We will get to Sione Takitaki, and hopefully uh, Mac Wilson We'll get to him as well. So keep an eye out for those things on the YouTube channel. Uh, before we go, do I want to talk about Deal Dash, which you've heard me talk about them before. It's the best, most honest bidding site out there. Um, prices you'd never believe, very cheap. They have a thousand auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, even cars. Here's how it works like an auction where everything goes up just by a few cents every time somebody bids. Kickers, the auction starts the clock over at just 10 seconds. So it moves quickly. Every time you bid, someone else only has 10 seconds to answer it or the item is yours. And you'll see these things go cheap sometimes. So make sure you're getting over to Deal Dash, taking advantage of the promo code that they have going on. Use the promo code BREAKDOWN for the podcast listeners here with us at the OBR using that promo code BREAKDOWN. Um, you can go to dealdash.fm slash breakdown. So uh, make sure you're taking advantage of the great opportunities over at Deal Dash and a chance to win some cheap, awesome stuff using their auction website. Thanks again for listening. We always appreciate your uh, support. And things are going to keep growing as we get more and more information on camp, more and more photos start coming out. Maybe we'll even get some reporters in before too long, too. We're, we're creeping closer to football with a cautious optimism, and uh, uh, everything we do here at the OBR is geared toward bringing you the best coverage as, as possible, um, and we hope you guys do join us and uh, become members of the site. We always appreciate that. Make sure you review this podcast and give us the five stars that we so value and covet. We appreciate that very, very much, and uh, you'll get some more redraftables this week. We will start with 2007, work our way hopefully through 2010 by the end of the week as we hope to get these done by uh, the start of the season. So keep your eye out for that. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your time. And uh, everybody have a great Monday. And as usual, go Browns.